With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We have the DMAs. Well, we have one of the DMAs That's on right. Common Chaos today. Johnny. Yeah. Johnny, nice to meet you guys. Nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. <laughs> so today we're chatting about your new album, How Many Dreams. Yes. It's very exciting. Congrats. It only came out, what, end of March? Yeah, it came out on March 31st. Nice. Well, yeah. congrats on that. Well, before we get into it, we'd love to ask all of our guests um, a mantra or quote that you live by. Sorry to put you on the spot. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Could be um, something so simple, something you said growing up. Oh, one thing my dad actually said to me was, um, aim for a future that doesn't make any sense. <gasps> Wait, I love that. that coming from a parent as well. That's like yeah. the polar opposite. Normally it's like, yeah. make money, son. Yeah. I used to say DMA stood for that. doesn't make any sense. doesn't make any sense. I love sense. that. Yeah. But, and it was really, it's kind of sat with me. And, and when I first started writing music, you know, it's, it's not a, uh, it's a very uncertain kind of profession to be in. Mm. It's not R- linear. Music. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um. There's a lot of uh, people say music is timing in more ways than one, you know. There's so many amazing artists that for some reason culturally or just like the time of what's trends and stuff, it doesn't connect. Mm, Yeah. So there's so many amazing artists that don't get the success or Mm. and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that saying always stuck with me. It was cool coming from my dad, you know. Is your dad a creative? He, yeah, he, he played music for a while. He played with Tommy Emmanuel, who's like an Australian guitar player, Sick. amazing guitar player. Played percussion for him for a bit and played with Skyhooks as well. Oh. Um, but it didn't really work out for him. So he he reckons was... he wasn't good enough, so he became a roadie. Wait, oh, fun! Yeah. And then he, um, so he knew the lifestyle then already, so he was like... Yes, yeah. so he, in the, uh, in the 80s, he did like uh, Elton John, oh, um, Kiss, can... Neil Young, lived on Neil the, Young's the, ranch for a while. The you stories know? your dad must have oh, yeah, yeah, would yeah, be yeah. just insane. Yeah, well, that's how I got into music. I was going to say, yeah. do you think he was like a huge influence for you then, obviously? Like, yes. did you learn from your dad? Like, did your dad... Yeah, yeah he obviously played. Yeah, he showed me how to play guitar and um, he... Because he was just such a big music fanatic. Um, I remember we had a a rack at home of like maybe 500 CDs. Oh my God. And what what I would do is I would just pick out random ones. Random ones. I remember like picking out like Bruce Springsteen and like that's how I got into that. And like Joni Mitchell. You were educated well from a young age. Yeah. Yeah. It was always around. It was always around me. Yeah. Well, he must be very proud of you then. Yeah. He's, he's, um, he's enjoying He's living his rock star dreams through you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like he's already had his rock star dreams as well if he was touring with all these icons. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, um, yeah, I know, he's cool. Yeah, he's cool. He, he, he gets it. Well, let's take it back so that our listeners can get to know you guys. So we speak to our guests a lot about their fuck it moments. We kind of want to know, like, what was your fuck it moment for the band? Obviously, we don't have everyone here, but when did you guys decide we're going to do this? Did you give up, like, normal jobs? What? How did that whole transition happen where you were like, let's just run with this? Yeah, I remember it um, clearly, actually. So I was just working kind of odd jobs. I worked in a bar for a while, a bottle shop, and then I think... Classic. Did, <laughs> build, was building stages for a bit. Um, and then the last job I had, I was working for Subi. Uh, oh, in, sick. In the, but just in the warehouse, like 
Packing. They're packing yep. um, crates and crates of like clothing. Yeah. Mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you were like, I was in the creative design <laughs> no, team. No, 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 no. Definitely not that. No, I was just in the warehouse like packing crates, like taking clothes out of their boxes, scaling yeah. them, then repacking them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Humble yeah. beginnings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway. um, At least it wasn't McDonald's. Yeah. That was well, me. Oh, Macca's. <laughs> First job, cool. McDonald's. I think it's important. It's, it's important passage. to have those jobs, you know. Yeah. you gotta, you got to do it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I was doing that, and then um, I think I I rocked up on a bender one time. I rocked up to on at Smoker. And I was like, yeah, I'll just like, but I was like fully like full dressed, like, I was, like <laughs> and they're like, and and I was like, oh yeah, um, you know, can't you just pay me like, not pay me up until Smoker? Like I thought it was cool, and he's like, go home, Johnny. And I was like, oh, you know what? I need something else. Yeah. Right? This ain't working. So um, one thing actually Mason, our guitar player, said to me, he had kind of made a rule where all every all the money he earned um, basically had to come from music. Nice. Um, and so I took that on and um, I called up my, my little brother, who's also a musician, and basically what we did is we learnt three hours of covers. Oh. Um, and um, our dad got us into a lot of country music when yeah. we were growing up. So my brother plays the banjo and I play like the slide guitar. Sick. Yeah, so we um, we do like a duo kind of <laughs> harmony country kind of thing. And we play like, um, <laughs> we learn all these bluegrass traditionals and, you know, the band and Bob Dylan and Sick. Fleetwood Mac and stuff like that. And basically we learned like three hours of covers. And, um, and basically we're like, from now on, I'm only going to make money. From music. From music, yeah. And um, and that was like the kind of point for me. And then we started playing gigs like um, maybe three or four times a week for like mm. each one three hour slots. And yeah, and that's kind of just how, how we did it. The amazing thing is, is when I decided to do that, it was from learning these covers, which was basically like my school of songwriting. Mm. You know, my songwriting got so much better because I was learning, you know, The Weight by the band and mm. I was learning like The Man in Me by Bob Dylan. Well, you're learning like, you from know, such icons that have right. like, their music is so full of life and you feel so much. And I think the one thing that like, Ashton's never seen you guys live, I've got to say. Well, I mean, I probably walked past at Splendor or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I was deep in the mosh at Splendor, sobbing my eyes out, oh. going. My best friend in New York, Yaz, showed me you guys, and she was like, she dragged me along, and I was standing there going, I'm fucking moved. Like, yeah. I can't know. I'm, why am I crying right now? Because <laughs> you can feel that. It makes sense now that you're saying mm. a lot of your inspiration has come from studying these people. Not studying it, but well, yeah, if you've learned that, yeah. through that, because... There is so much feeling there and there's mm. so much emotion there. And it, it, it does feel rare to kind of have that a lot in music today, I feel, because things are kind of like, let's go viral. Or let's like make yes. this a, a hit kind of thing. So, yeah, that's interesting to hear that that's kind of where it came from. But also, so how did the band then form um, so, with the other boys coming on board? And what did you, was your brother sad he got the boot? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, still, I still make music with my brother. Nice. We've got a band on the side. Oh. Nice. Um, and we're running a studio in Melbourne together. Cool. So that's okay, all, yeah. so he's involved. No, no, we're doing heaps of cool shit. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I guess the band started... From so I was playing in a country band with because Ma Mason also plays the banjo. Yeah, that's so um, funny. Country and, band. And, and he taught me how to play dobro, which is the slot, the square neck slide yeah. guitar. Sick. So um, we were already mates, and then I was also playing in like a like a more kind of rock and roll style band. Yeah. with Tommy, the singer. Yeah. Yep. Um, but he was the drummer. Okay. Um, and so we used to like play around Sydney and, cool. and stuff like that. Candy's apartment and. 
Oxford Art Factory yeah. and the Hopeton. Like, yeah. this is, you know, probably like going back like 13 years ago now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before the shitty lockdown laws. Before lockdown happened, yeah. yeah it was like peak. It was way peak more of Sydney. a scene. Yeah. It was so fun. I remember that's when I was going out with my fake ID. And yeah, yeah, yeah. lifted, or is that mm-hmm. my head wrong? No, no, no. The, they, they had, well, they had to lift them because they were losing so yeah. much money. Like, yeah. Well, there was and, nothing. And, and no one wanted to go to Sydney anymore. No, yeah, it was you know? shit. Yeah. It was, I remember my youth started so fun and I was like, I'm seeing all these bands and I'm living this, living out my dreams. <laughs> and then it was just like, halt. Boring, nothing to do. It was a crazy time, wasn't it? Brisbane yeah. was ended up being better for gigs yes. and stuff. Brisbane yes. ended up being such a vibe in the valley and I everything. I always have a good time in Brisbane. Yeah. Me too. I can't lie. Like, I used to shit on it and I'm like, home. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and then so Tommy was playing in... Uh, so Tommy and I were playing this other band. Mason and I were playing in, like, this kind of country band. They knew each other from around and and I remember... Because um, Tommy... It's funny, I've... Like with Tommy, he like he didn't really know he was. I always heard him sing in the band. Like sometimes he'd get on the piano when we're away, um, you know, or, and I'd hear him sing. But he was always the drummer, ah. you know. And then one night, um, uh, we went away to the bush to like write with the band. And then like the two lead singers went to bed, and me and Tommy stayed up just like drinking whiskey and like mm-hmm. writing music. And we wrote this song called "Do I Need You Now," which is mm-hmm. on our um, second record. Yeah, and then we just kind of just started writing. Like he realised he had the voice of an angel well, yeah, to make he, people you know, cry. He came over and, <laughs> and he, he dropped some gear over and I'd written this song called The Tamers, which we actually released just on this, it wasn't on the new record, but we released it as like this demo. Yeah. as in, It was like the first time Tommy had ever recorded his voice. And was he nervous? Yeah, like he was kind of like... Unsure. <laughs> well, like we're we're really close, you know. So yeah. he felt he always feels yeah. comfortable, comfortable in front of me. He knows, and I'd written this song, had all the lyrics out, and he's like, "Do you mind if I, you know, give it oh. a go?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then he did it, and we played it back through the speakers, and he's like, "Oh, like, I'm not too bad." Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> that I was is like, the oh. best feeling when you're like. I sound oh, quite okay. good. Okay. Yeah, Not the case for me like, when oh, I was younger. Like, sound like that. Recording. Yeah, I mean, like, he was shocked. You know? Um, you know when you're younger, though, when you're a kid and you're like, I'm going to give it a go and see if I'm good <laughs> at singing voice- record it on your oh, phone and you yeah. play it back. You're like, all right, delete, delete, delete. I don't want that going anywhere. Yeah. 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 Oh, I did that. I'm still not a very good singer. I can't sing, but like... um yeah, some people are just born with yeah. it. Yeah, I had my humbling experience in COVID. I fucked around, recorded some stuff, but I didn't think, yeah. no, you couldn't can. get there in the end with listening to it back. I was like, you know what? That was fun to yeah. experiment. Well, the, the thing is with singing, like listening to it back is the most important thing for it. So you kind of, oh, yeah, you know, I couldn't get past that point. <laughs> yeah, like... you got to do the ten thousand hours thing. Yeah, so me and Tommy started writing songs together, and then Mason and I were just always hanging out. And then basically, like, Mason would just be hanging out anyway, mm, you know. And then you recruited um, him. Yeah, and then, like, he would come and, like, play some songs. And then, like, we were like, um, Tommy goes, oh, I think we should get Mason involved full time in in, what, in this project we're doing. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's got this song that I think is awesome. And then um, he played me the song and it was the demo of Delete. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. That song. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah and that's like, the rest of history. Yeah, and then, yeah, exactly. And then, and, we, and we, we were already like best mates anyway. Nice. So, yeah. That'd be that's so good. good to be best friends and work together. I mean, what's well, like? I do that. <laughs> people are like, how the fuck you live together? You work. Do you people think we're dating well? essentially. Oh, wait, no, we were know. living together yeah. Um, yeah, at the time. Oh wow! Well. Yeah. It'd be weird now. Tommy's got a wife yeah, and yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just got married. Yeah, yeah, congrats. Well, Your wife's like, can we can we grow up now? Yeah, can we yeah. move on from this? I think it's time this? for Tommy and um, his baby and uh, Elka <laughs> to move, to move out. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys sound like you've lived very interesting lives. What would be one of your biggest pinch me moments? There's been a few. Um, Coachella was cool. 
Uh, what um, year did you guys we were so do? young. Uh, we were like twenty sixteen. Oh, back in the in the glory Wait, days. We, yeah. went to, we went to that one, or we went to twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. It was good oh, back true. then, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, much better. No, that was cool. Um, so that was that was kind of fun. Um, so or supporting Liam Gallagher was cool. Oh, sick, um, sick. And and yeah, just kind of like getting to know different bands in general just over here and yeah. being accepted by the UK kind of music scene. Because yeah. you guys have a pretty huge uh, UK audience here. Like, yeah, it's, cra- it's just crazy. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been like a, it's been a really organic build for us. You yeah. know? We're not like a band that like had one song that like went crazy yeah. Yeah. on but, radio or something But like that's that. better, I feel, yeah. because it's like there's longevity. You're, yes. And especially I was, I think with your new album, it's, such a different sound but a similar sound that it's like I feel like you could take that risk more because you've got such a Wider united range. you yes. know fan base that are probably like okay we fuck with this we're gonna like you know even me listening uh, to it I was like it's different I like it but it flows and it's you know cool. thank you yeah yeah no it's cool yeah the foundations of the house is strong. it's there you've had it you know yeah. we're walking through the train station I've seen your face everywhere in the bright yellow yeah. All through the yeah, trains. Yeah, yeah. It's sick. Like up the other day, we're like taking photos, like, oh, so cool. Yeah. It always makes me realize how iconic Aussie bands are because some really good ones have infiltrated into the UK scene yeah. and, yes. like, yeah, people respond well. So. Do you know Spacey Jane? Yeah, I love oh, those guys. They're my yeah, favorite yeah. band. They were here recently and they have a great Aussie. Uh, yeah, they went off when at Roundhouse. UK it was, audience. It was, that's a great venue. It hey, is. Yeah. It's really like good. It, yeah. Um, yeah, they're really lovely. Um, yeah, mm. those guys are killing it, and they're really good people. So yeah. it's, it's good to see good people doing well. Love it. So, talking about the new album, how did this album come about, and was it a, was it a COVID baby? Yeah. Um, it, do you know what's funny? It was a COVID baby, but we intentionally didn't want the album to reek of COVID. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like it was. It's the, it's an album about the future. Yeah, We're looking forward to the future, future. feeling good. Not being miserable about, you know, we didn't yeah. want it. Yeah, yeah, to obsess over it. Yes, exactly. But um, the thing was is that I've talked about how we kind of started, you know, Mason and I were playing country music, you know, <laughs> by playing a rock band, you know, like, you know, we kind of came, you know, from like these different genres. As I've got more into production and, and recording and stuff, um, you know, like we didn't get time to, I never got time to like work on, my skills like uh, in production wise because we were touring so much you know mm. like because uh you know i say it's called like chasing summers like so it's, it's like when it's summer in the uk no, and, and we're playing festivals right it's winter in, in yeah. australia and then you go flip and then six months later you're going and you're playing falls festival and like stuff mm. like that yeah you it know doesn't I mean? end it wouldn't end for you guys exactly. and because so. your band is such a <clears throat> summer festival s- festival not not festival but like you guys perform fucking well live, so it's like, why would you not be doing the most? You could be yeah, touring, exactly. I guess. Yeah. So did you find it challenging? Or were you like, well, during COVID, was it challenging not doing that anymore and having a whole new different way of life? Or were you like, I get to rest now? Um, it started with, like, I was kind of excited a mm, little bit. Yeah. Not like, you know, just like, oh, I got this thing, this crazy thing has happened to the world. But you know what? I get to just focus and... And spend time in the studio, right? Yeah. And I was listening to a lot of like um, Groove Armada, Soul Wax, Chemical mm. Brothers, Underworld, and oh. like kind of like I um, maybe on the last album I was like first kind of opening the door on more like electronic production stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, but so then we had this forced break, and so I went right deep into that rabbit hole. And so you can hear songs like Takale, like yeah. that's like which is the last track on the record. It's yeah. a full hard 
bloody dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it definitely unlocked a lot of that stuff. Mm. But yeah, I. but then what happened is I realised as COVID, you know, it was like people thought it was going to go for two months, you know mm. what I mean? Not two, <laughs> yeah, not two like, years. Oh, no. So then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, you know, um, that's how we make our money is like playing gigs. Yeah. You know what I mean? But not just the financial side of things. Like, yeah, like um, your purpose. you know, we, we were lucky that, you know, we've had a bit of success, so we, we were okay, you yeah. know. But, um, but yeah, it was the purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, so I'm writing all these songs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm putting, like, you know, you're putting your heart and soul into the, into these tunes and, like, you're writing about life and, and growing and changing and all those kind of, um, you know, things that make you human. Mm-hmm. But I realised, like, it kind of didn't mean anything unless I got to see... And, and perform it. And, perform and it how and it impacts them and makes yes, their life better. Yes, exactly. So that was like the real, um, That's it's one facet of the industry I didn't really think about. And I thought maybe I could just be a studio guy. And yeah. I think I can speak for the other guys mm. as well. It's like we kind of need both sides of the coin. Mm. For sure. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, we talk a lot about mental health on Common Chaos. How are you guys dealing with that mentally? Like, do you have any practices that you turn to when you're maybe feeling like you're struggling and a bit lost or? Um, yeah. Well, one thing uh, that I started doing in lockdown is um, going to the gym. Like, I didn't know. Mm. In my 20s, I did no exercise. Yeah. I just, like, Don't smoked shitloads of weed <laughs> and just got wasted, like, every day. You know what I mean? You're a rock star, yeah. so you're, like, you're just doing the thing. Then you hit that yeah, age and yeah, you're like, fuck. oh, I can't do this and anymore. And then I hit 30 and I was yeah. like, fuck, no, nah, this ain't working anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like, so one thing we do now is, like, even, like, you know, we, we've got gym memberships here, so we make sure that there's a gym that we can go to yeah. um, in every city. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it it profoundly helps. You don't realise until you're in it. It's not even like, it's not like to look hot or some shit. It's for your brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just to lift some weights, the endorphins. Yeah. Um, You know, the thing is as well, is um, and I'm kind of like quite hard um, in the fact of like, not not hard, so I won't say that. But so you're playing like Wembley tonight, right? And we did like the Apollo last night. We were playing these amazing gigs. I took a year off drinking um, Mm. last, last year. Um, and it was crazy. Like we played Ali Pally, which is like 10,000 people. I did it sober. Mm. And it was like, it was sweet, but it was also kind of like, you know, the sad truth is sometimes a couple of Guinness or like yeah. you know, a, a couple of whiskeys. <laughs> Raise the vibe. Oh, it just, uh, um, it, it just takes the edge off. Yeah. You know? It's it like, fucking daunting. I can't yeah, even yeah. imagine. <laughs> I, even walking in there earlier, I was like, 
is big. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, so I'll be like in the room like that and then like I'm playing keys. I'm like thinking about like the chord shapes I'm mm. playing. I'm like, what's going on here? Like yeah. I shouldn't be thinking about that. <laughs> Mason's doing a sober tour, this tour, mm. right? So we're all having a go at it, you know? Um, I'm on my sober tour. It's been how many weeks am I at? Five yeah. and a half weeks. Well, <laughs> She's getting there. Yeah, I'm like, you're, yeah, you're yeah. saying a year. I'm going, maybe I could make it to two and a half months. Mm-hmm. But it's challenging. And yeah. I can't imagine doing it, doing it while touring and it being such probably a way to calm your nervous. Well, see, nerves. I've been drinking again this tour and it's kind of like, the thing is, it's like you you go and you like, you have a few drinks to you know take the edge off. Yeah. But then you play. And then you want to go drink more the, after the, the adrenaline, mm. right? Yeah. And you get these highs, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. these massive Dopamine highs. Rises. Yes, maybe not that like because you have to have peaks and troughs with yeah. dopamine, right? Yeah. So you get these hits, but it has to come down yeah. at some point mm-hmm. before it goes down. back to uh, uh, baseline, you know, yeah, or homeostasis. Yeah. yeah. So like that's a crazy thing that like I guess why you see a lot of um, maybe alcohol addiction yeah. and drug addiction in the music industry because it's like you know you do that and you get this huge right and then and but and, and every city right so last night i had mates in manchester mm. who we want to come seen. see you and, they come see, and that's their night out yeah right? up, yeah have catch a few up, beers. And, and that's what happened last night right and now it's night we're in london and yeah, it's, yeah. Some, your mates in london and you, know, yeah. you never know where to draw it i guess and like it it would become so hard and i guess that's that's amazing that you guys, I guess, then realize, okay, for our mental states, like we're going to all sign up for the gym. We're going to all do the little things that we can yes. do, I guess, to be prioritizing that. Cause Cold showers. Yeah, Cold he's showers. on the trend. He's yeah. on it. I try, but it's fucking hard. Nah. Yeah, I, we hate the cold. Uh, but I, you do I've, feel amazing after. Well, it's kind of ruined showers for me because yeah. I have to do it. Yeah. I have to do it. Every time you do the cold shower. Every time, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because they say it like raises your dopamine levels by two hundred percent. It's two hundred percent. Yeah, maybe even more if you do like the three minutes in the call. I do seventy five seconds. So then, why is everyone in London so miserable? Well, they're having absolutely steaming hot showers yeah, like yeah, us. Yeah. No, we, meaning I you burn walk my out skin every time I fucking shower. Yeah, but you walk outside, doll, and it's freezing. Everyone should be walking around all happy, chappy. Uh, but everyone's all like miserable. Who knows? <laughs> but as well, like w- what we were talking about before, having just some sort of routine as well, like going yes. to the gym. Obviously, you can do anywhere in the world, and it kind of gives you that familiarity, that routine. Yes, 100%. Grounding. And, and in, like, touring is... I went to bed last night in Manchester. Mm. And I woke up in... London. In, like, a warehouse or something. <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I mean? Like, and it's dark. Yeah, it's yeah. So yeah. Dark I, was like, I was like, yeah, it's always funny. It's like, where am I? Like, and it's like, you know, you mm. just open the bus door and you're like... Yeah. Sometimes Crazy. you're in Glasgow. Sometimes. <laughs> but yeah. I guess you've obviously mastered being in a mental state of surrender where you're just like this is my career I just have to flow with it and you can't obviously have too much control like do you ever struggle with that or not knowing like you know you you said you're married now so it's like do you ever struggle with like well can I make plans for the future or Mm. how does it impact the other elements of your life and do you ever get like frustrated that you can't plan as much or you're just like I love this so much it doesn't matter um a bit of both but then I whenever I um catch myself with that frustration, I have to remember how lucky I am. Yeah. Um, and just be really, um, just show gratitude to, you know, like the fact I get, get to, we haven't compromised our music mm. for anyone or anything mm. and we get to play in Wembley Arena tonight, you know? Yeah. And it's hard. Um, it c- can be hard, that unpredictable nature of touring. But yeah, but then you just got to be grateful and, and like, um, like any job, there's good and bad aspects mm. to it. But yeah. all in all, this is really good. 
And yeah, you know, like I miss my wife and Tommy's just got a, he's got a one-year-old kid, you Aww. know, so he doesn't want to miss those special moments mm. that you can't get back. Yeah. But it's a funny thing as well with the children thing because, right, we might be away for a month, but when we get home, he's there every day for, yeah. th- for three weeks. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's there every day, mm. all day, you know, where, um, you know, sometimes someone has to work from 8 a.m. till mm. 7 p.m. Yeah. every, do you know he's what I mean? He's getting solid quality get time. So it all probably kind of in some ways condenses anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. and then sometimes we have eight months off to write an album. You know yeah. What I mean? Where we're not, not off, we're writing music, yeah. but we're so I don't um, not touring. Anything. You know what I mean? So there's... Ebbs and flows. When I was a kid, I don't remember much. (laughs) Not going to lie. So, you know. This album is a collection of over 70 archive demos from your earlier days. Yeah. That's so, so cool. Um, Do you feel as though this album could be almost like a vocal or song journal of your journey so far as a band? Yeah. I guess it's kind of really. Okay, so when I think of DMAs and like the songs that we write, I think of them as. Kind of like broken up into three. We've got like the dance rocky kind of mm-hmm. ones, like your life is a game of changing and Decale and something we're overcoming and stuff like that. And then we've got like um, just the rock and roll tunes, mm-hmm. you know, straight up lay down, um, feels like 37, those kind mm-hmm. of ones. And then we've got like the kind of um, our ballads, mm-hmm. right, with your mm-hmm. deletes, your silvers and stuff like that. And I think that this album really kind of encapsulates all of that. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's got little bits of all of what you've just said. <laughs> yeah. And one thing I love about this record, and it happened, it, we, we opened the gate to this on the last record, The Glow. Yeah. With DMAs, was, I feel like, you know, we when we started, we were very much like a 90s throwback band. Yeah. Right? We're doing that, you know, Oasis, Stone, mm. Stone Roses, The Verve kind of thing. And then on the last record, the producer, Stuart Price, really brought DMAs into, well, it was released in 2020, so it, he brought us into, like, this kind of modern yeah, sound. Age. And, like, it was DMAs in 2020, not just being this throwback band. Yeah. And, like, DMAs grows up. Kind of, you yeah. know? It's, like, we're just, like, it's, just all, it's just, like, it's not better or worse. It's just different, but it yeah. felt, it felt good. It, I like it felt to say. good. What's that? It's an iOS update. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you update your phone, the new version. Yeah, we update the server. It's like still the same phone, just a slightly improved. And the songs still have that, um, that. It's still got your emotional um, vulnerability and candor. Yeah. Yes, that that kind of essence of of what you you, um think of or you feel when you listen to DMAs, but it's modern. Yeah, Yeah, it gives you that nostalgic feeling. Mm. You're very nostalgic. Yeah. And did you ever like have a moment, or was there a moment in the band where you were like, shit, like. Do we have to change our sound, like to try and fit in with a trend? Do we have to, like, should we? Did you ever have that? The pressure of any pressure of like just how because things are so different. It's like let's get this to go viral, like because I feel like you guys, it's not like you're trying to do that. So how do you stay true to yourselves in that? Kind of running our own race, yeah. Which I I feel I'm proud that we can do that. Absolutely. Um, We don't really, you know, like we get a bit of radio play here and there and and stuff, but um, you know, we're just kind of doing our own thing. Mm. I did feel the pressure a little bit when writing this record, mm. and um, it was like, yeah, it was actually my um, my therapist was like, I told him I was feeling this pressure, you know, and and having to like, you know, write a single or something mm. like that, yeah. you know, and like to trying to like the first three albums had gone so well, you yeah. know, and it was like, it's like, how do you approach this, you know mm. what I mean? And I was kind of putting a lot of pressure on myself to kind of write. You know something great or like you know naturally yeah yeah and then i spoke to him and he goes he goes when did you first um discover songwriting and i yeah. was like well i was you know 15 years old 
you know, playing Bruce Springsteen songs and stuff like that. He said to me, he goes, just remember, like, when you first discovered, like, the magic of music. Mm. When I first wrote, like, these lyrics and I did this chord change and it made me feel something, you know, because of the connection between the mm. words and the music and the melody and all that stuff. And so basically that's my only goal now. Mm. When I wake up every morning, I just remember, like, that feeling and the magic that I felt when I was 15 and mm. I first discovered songwriting. Mm. He goes, if you just focus on that, if you can get into that mode, yeah. then that's the only thing you need to focus on. And yeah. then the rest, whatever will be, will be. Mm. It's just remembering your purpose and why you started in the first place. And that's amazing that you hold that and that your therapist said that because you can get so lost in the source of it all, especially when it comes to fame or people admiring you or looking up yes. to you. like. Mm. You have the classic case of so many people starting out so humble and beautiful to be around and then they become someone they're not. And I mean, even sitting with you, you're so grounded in your energy and like that's amazing to be so successful and have that. So you should feel very proud of yourself oh, for that you. mindset. Mm -hmm. I think you. it's really nice to hear. Yeah. There's been moments where like you feel like you're drifting away from that. Yeah. Um, but you just got to have people who are real around you and... And also, like... Get out of your head and into your heart as well. Like, yeah, into your body. Exactly. Do you know what? I just watched that series, um, Beef. I'm, well, we just I'm, started I'm that. It. You're getting through it? It's yeah. Good. Anyway, I won't ruin anything. Yeah, don't ruin it. I won't ruin it episode three and she keeps fucking falling asleep. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so good. <laughs> anyway, there's, like, a moment in it um, where they say, um, they say everything fades. Mm. Right? So it's like, okay... You're selling out Wembley or something like that, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, you're selling out, you know, whatever. doesn't matter where you're at. Like, humans always want more. Yeah. Right? So there's this, you know, even if you made a million dollars. Yeah, you want two next million. Next minute, you want two million. Next mm. minute, you, you know, even if you're a billionaire. Yeah. Right? You want something else. Yeah. You know, like, you, you'd nature. be like, oh, no, when I've got a billion dollars. I'll I'm, then be happy. I'll then be happy. And then that fades, right? Yeah. And it's so true. Yeah. You think of life like that and you think about, like, what, really matters right so like and i it's what really matters to me is that i can write my music mm -hmm. you know that um that me and my wife can be healthy and happy and you know um she's a musician as well so we can play music together you know yeah. and all these kind of things and tommy's kid can get all the things he needs and deeper shit you know yeah, yeah. and and of course um deeper but also the small things yeah you know, don't overcomplicate it exactly and yeah. it's, and so you know and I think that's the thing that kind of keeps you, because like, if I can keep writing my music, just living off making music, I'm so just grateful for that. So, mm. yeah, you know, um, the rest is just a bonus. Yeah. Hey, man, namaste. Yeah, exactly. That's what we focus on. It's all the little things that add up to the big things. And that's how you stay sane. Not a little shitty human in the industry. Even in our biggest moments traveling and stuff, we travel a lot. And we awesome. always have some of the most fun, like, on the plane. Like, yeah, just, just like, like being silly and loopy. Stuffed yes. in, you know, even when we're younger, like, flying in the shittest seat or, yeah. like, stuck at the airport delayed. And we're just sitting there like, you know, at least we're traveling. At least we're, like, here together. Like, it's just Miley counting Cyrus the small. got it right. It's the climb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are you going, Miley Cyrus? Yeah, Hannah Montana, yeah, yeah. sorry. Hannah Montana. The okay. journey. The is journey. The most exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. It's Last true. question for you about the new album. What was one song on it that has blown up the most that you didn't maybe expect mm. that it would have been received so well? Oh, um, at the moment, um, we've been closing the set with everybody saying Thursday's the weekend. Yeah, it's one. a banger. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, thank you. It's great. Yeah. We were saying summer anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I tell you what, like, it's really great. So, like, when we play, like, um, even, like, even, like, Lay Down and um, some of the oldest tracks mm. feels like 37, they were kind of always 
obviously Silver's like a big one in the mm. set now and Delete and stuff. But um, those rock tracks were like always the biggest. But now like there's a lot of people who are just discovering DMAs yeah. and you forget they haven't heard the yeah. first albums yeah. and stuff, right? So you may be hearing um, the Hammy Dreams or The Glow and stuff mm. like that. So we've been closing with it and it's like everyone is dancing. Because Do you know what I mean? Happy. Everyone's singing. They're going, better in your arms. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it's, um, it's really special. And that's another thing. It's like, oh, that's like off the new album and we're closing with it and it and, and it's people like, are like and singing yeah, it and they're feeling good feeling. and everyone's warmed up by that point they're all there and just probably yeah, like oh nice my god by that point. Yeah. yeah and like they um and that's been nice really and toasty. that's been really <laughs> um, marinating yeah 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 <laughs> so that's in the, and that's really been really magical to see nice we have like families come to the gigs now I mean, like you know, you little, are, little kids. You and guys, like, your band kind of can appeal to anyone. Yeah. Like when I sat her down, I was like, "I'm gonna introduce you." I think she didn't I expect would, I, it was gonna be. But I guess yeah. I love that about you guys. You don't look well, like you'd be doing the music that you do. Like <laughs> the post, even the posters, it's giving like essays. It's giving like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, like you wouldn't think that you guys are just these like making people cry. Yeah, but feels so much. Yeah. I said to her, she's gonna be blown away tonight because we're gonna come watch you guys, and I'm I'm so I'm, excited to watch her reaction. Yeah, because I've never <laughs> seen you. Gig. Yeah. Like, I've seen you, you know, headlining festivals, but I didn't know, like, didn't listen to your music back yeah, then. Yeah, so I'd, yeah. I wasn't at your stage, unfortunately. Well, I'm glad you guys are coming. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. we go. Can't bring, wait. Bringing the crew and yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's all from us. Thank you yeah. so much hey, for answering for a great chat. so yeah. openly and vulnerably. We thanks appreciate for letting it. us on your tour bus. No, yeah. pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> My first time on a tour bus. <laughs> have, a game of, have a game of FIFA. I was gonna oh, say this yeah. is a great setup. Me and the um, Joel, the guitarist, we were in Aberdeen a couple of nights ago. Yeah. So we had like the Aberdeen final, yeah. you know, and then we had the Glasgow final. Oh, yeah, you guys are footy it, fans, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh very cool. Yeah, thank you so yeah, much thanks. and good luck tonight. Yeah. Thank you so much. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.